Hi, I'm Mara Webster with In Creative Company, and I'm so thrilled today to be talking about the Apple TV Plus series, The Reluctant Traveler, with David Brindley, who is the director and executive producer of the series. And I wanted to start by talking about the initial conversations that you had with Eugene Levy about hosting the show, because initially you had the idea of, of kind of a more traditional travel show than someone who's reluctant to travel, as, as the title says. Um, and it sounds like the the idea of the reluctant traveler really was shaped and came from Eugene saying, well, I'm not really a natural born traveler and I don't think I'd be the right person for this. And then having that light bulb moment of, but what if we really leaned into that? And so I was really interested in once you'd been talking to him and you got that sense of, of kind of his relationship with travel, how that then started to form the initial idea and overall concept of the show. Yeah, for sure. Uh, look, thanks for having me. Um, it, it, you're exactly right. So it started off as a slightly different idea in truth. I mean, so much of the bones of the original idea are in the series, but the headline of The Reluctant Traveller came directly um, from uh, Eugene genuinely not wanting to do the show. So <laughs> um, uh, uh, basically what had happened was uh, uh, um, we pitched and developed and worked up an idea with uh, with Apple uh, TV+, Plus, um, which they were keen on. And myself and the Apple commissioner, Alison Kirkham, had been um, just huge fans of, 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 of Schitt's Creek at that time because we were right in the middle of the pandemic at that moment. Obviously, that was when it, that was when it popped. Um, uh, but also of his work before that in all the Christopher Guest films, et cetera. And so we thought that he'd be the perfect person to host uh, the show that that we were talking about. Um, uh, and so we got on a call with Eugene. And um, what we didn't know at that point was that Eugene had agreed to go on the call so that he could say no to us in person. And because he, he's such a lovely chap, that he pers personally wanted to politely let us down. Um, and so and, and so he said, I sort of love everything that's in this pitch. And I love the sizzle and I love the deck and et cetera. But, uh, but I, I, I'm absolutely the wrong person to host the show for you. I don't like traveling uh, and um, you you need someone who's going to be able to go and be enthusiastic and enjoy things. And then he reeled off a huge list of all the things that he didn't like about traveling, you know, sort of didn't like the hot, didn't like the cold, didn't like the dry, didn't like the wet, you know, didn't like, you know, certain types of food, didn't like, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so we you know, both got off that call and just thought that that that, that was the, sh you know, that was the show and that we, you know, so Eugene, you know, comes off the Zoom and he's very happy that it's all gone away and nothing more is going to happen. And, uh, and, and, and so we then developed and worked up together the idea of the, of the reluctant traveler we gave it that title we we skewed the editorial and um, towards everything that happened on that on that call and immediately it just became much more of a bespoke idea and it and it and it became more you know authentic because of that and so we got back on a call with Eugene <laughs> I'm not sure he knew what was going on but we got back on a call to repitch him slightly you know that idea uh and he got it straight away and he loved it and um uh he could he he could see that he could then be authentically himself in this series and then it'd be funny um uh so that's where it started from and to your to your other question which was you know how did his idiosyncrasies if you like it, 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 um steer us quite a lot came off that initial call because you know, inadvertently, he'd given us a list of pretty much all the things that we then went to explore in different countries around the world. Um, uh, but then we had lots of other calls with him after that, lots of Zoom calls, and we talk about, you know, travel, and we talk about, um, uh, uh, you know, likes and dislikes, etc. And, and I think we were very keen to make sure that it didn't feel like a show where the producers were just pushing him in the back and just making him do things against his will. Because, 
you know, th- there have been brilliant shows that have done that already, but shows have done that. And we wanted to carve out a bit of a, a, a bit of a sort of niche for ourselves and a unique selling point. And so actually, to be totally fair to Eugene, he's very game and sort of up for um, seeing if these things that he's not yet experienced in his life, you know, at the age of 75, might broaden his horizons he's up for giving it a go and so that was the tone that we wanted to that we wanted to achieve um, so he, he's inviting you on the journey uh the joke's always on him uh and hopefully you know hopefully at the end of it uh, i mean i know just because he said it to myself like he's he's genuinely quite a changed person when it comes to travel i mean it, it's funny because it sounds like the the whole concept of him saying no, 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 I'm I'm not going to do this show. Okay, actually, maybe I'll do this show is very much how the show itself plays out as well in that he says, I don't want to try that food. I've never wanted to. I don't want to do this experience. And then he's he goes, okay, well, well, maybe I'll give it a go. And then he ends up quite liking a lot of things. Um, and so how did you really strike that balance though? Like you said, you didn't want it to feel like he was being fully submerged and fully pushed into things, but that there needed to be an element of openness to the experiences. So how did you kind of strike that balance of finding what are the right things to engage him with that, you know, once he steps his foot into it, he will actually probably enjoy some element of it, even if it's not the entire thing every time. Yeah, I suppose there's two two parts to that answer. One is that the, 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 those moments right at the top of the episodes where he's sort of staring straight down the barrel at you and telling you what you know the reasons why he would never have come to the desert or to Costa Rica, etc. They genuinely came from conversations with him. So um that they are his views, you know, they aren't something that we've sort of, you know, concocted, uh, that, that they came from research chats and we knew exactly, you know, what he might think about the place at the start of the episode. So so, so it's a very authentic um, starting point. And then I think it was important that whatever we were doing or asking him to do and come along with us and, and try um, wasn't just because it was silly, you know, or wasn't going to make just make him look silly or wasn't doing it just for television's sake. It, it, hopefully, most of um, the things that he tried, you know, did uh, in some way illuminated something about the people and the place that he was in. So, you know, they, they, they were all in a way designed for him to get under the skin of the country uh, that he was in and come away, I suppose, with a deeper and greater understanding of the place and its people. So, so you know, whilst some of them are uh, clearly silly, you know, d- d- you know, dressing up in a neoprene suit and ice floating in the in the freezing lakes, that was actually all about that feeling of sisu, you know, sort of giving giving things, you know, giving things a go and 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 pushing forward. And so, um, I think as long as they're entwined with editorial uh, and they make sense, they they should hopefully then, fingers crossed, <laughs> um, uh, allow Eugene to end up you know, in a different mindset to, to where he started. And and I think that idea of really digging beneath the surface in the places is such a great point as well, in terms of the activities that he's doing and the places that he's going and the people he's, he's talking to, because it very much feels like a travel show that if you've never traveled to any of these places, or you haven't had that opportunity or experience that it's kind of introducing you to a lot of new spaces. But if you have traveled, it's also giving you things that maybe you might not have experienced yourself or you might not have seen. Um, and so how did you find that space of, of making sure that you were speaking to both of those levels of audience yeah I think I think we wanted it to be a broadly very accessible very accessible show and um and so I I think part of that truthfully is in not only what he does but the way that we film it you know hopefully it feels for everybody seasoned traveler or very reluctant traveler 
uh, a really escapist show that just transports you off your couch and makes you sort of feel like you want to be there in that moment doing that thing in that country with Eugene um, uh, whether or not you're never ever going to book that vacation <laughs> or whether or not you know you'll get you're going to you're going to go online straight afterwards and and do exactly those things and book them and you'll be off next week so um so 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 partly uh, partly the magic of that i i think is in eugene he's an incredible brilliant lovable person just to hang out with and we sort of knew that from the first moment that we spoke to him that in Eugene we had a host that you just want to be with and if you know like I said there are a lot of travel shows out there um, uh, at the the moment and have been and and so we knew we needed to find somebody who people wanted to set sail with you know quite quite literally so we thought we thought we had that um, uh, uh, you know in him but then also as I was saying we took great care about um, how we shot the series and how um, the series was directed Um, my role was um, directing Eugene as the host director, but we had an incredible series director in James Callum, um, who 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 plotted out all of those, um, you know, s- sort of um, awe-inspiring sequences, whether that's the you know husky sledding or darting the elephant in South Africa, you know. And so, um, I, I hope there's a sense of the epic about it, as well as as well as the intimate that you get from the people, if that makes sense. Yeah, there is. And and with the the intimacy with Eugene, there's kind of a couple of different ways in which the show captures that with how you filmed him. We have this very observational quality where the camera is kind of like usually sitting by the side or, or right behind him and we're getting to kind of watch his engagement unencumbered. And then it does also break the fourth wall. You know, when he's in the vehicle on safari, he turns and he talks to the camera as well. So he's talking directly to the audience. Um, and so how did you find that that scope of intimacy and and thinking about specifically also where does it make sense for us to also break the fourth wall and and how is that going to engage the audience in a different way well it was it's really interesting and as you know anyone who makes these shows know it's a process really you sort of make a decision and you hope that you you you've alighted on the the right kind of grammar for the for the show but truthfully um uh you don't know until you start shooting and you don't know until you work out your host's relationship with the camera um and uh, there was a few sort of fascinating things about about this series one of which was it was produced during a covid pandemic so uh, trying to do a global uh, TV show j- during a pandemic re- was really, really tough. But the knock-on effect that had was that we barely actually met Eugene until we started shooting. Everything had been on Zoom. Uh, and until we shot an interview, you know, the, the next day we were out on our first location and we were shooting his arrival sequence. And so, and 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 like the very, you know, best television, it relies on a relationship and a trust um, between the filmmakers and the, and the host itself. And so given Eugene... Uh, hadn't done any non-scripted before, uh, working out the grammar of, you know, exactly that, whether or not he's talking to myself behind the camera, off camera, whether he's nodding to camera, whether or not he's always down the lens, was actually something we played with on on day one. And it evolved, I think, throughout the series. Um, And Eugene, I think, found his own, you know, style where both of those things managed to work. And I love because he's so full of expression. I love those moments when he just gives the camera a bit of an eyebrow raise, you know, or a look. And and he, and that's done. He said as much as he needs to say just in the look. And and he uses it brilliantly and sparingly, I think, so that it's it doesn't, you know, it's not it's not the central grammar of the show. But when he does break the fourth wall, you you I hope feel a bit closer to him, but also know exactly what's going on inside his head. So um, it was uh, it was a journey to find that to find and strike that that right balance. But I think as Eugene 
you know, became more and more confident with himself in that role and knew exactly what was needed of him as a non-fiction host. Um, uh, he, he really sort of found his groove, I hope. Yeah, I mean, I mean, to that point as well, I've, I've seen him say that it's the most he's ever talked about himself, particularly on camera. Um, and so how did you feel in, in watching him and working with him, like you were saying, that as the series progressed, that that on-screen kind of dynamic and comfortability on, on his side really evolved? Yeah, he, um, uh, like you said, he said it before, so I'm not speaking out of turn, uh, but but Eugene's, you know, relatively a private man, you know, not not somebody who sort of gets splashed all over the celebrity gossip columns, isn't out there hunting fame, you know, has, um, uh, it, that's just not, he's not showy in that way. He's all about just letting, the, you know, his work and the comedy do, uh, do, do the talking and, and it has done, you know, un- unbelievably uh, across his career um uh, so he he <laughs> again by his own admission i'm not i'm not speaking up turn but he couldn't understand to start with why on earth i was asking him so many questions or why uh, why after every single scene i would have to ask him <laughs> you know how he felt about that moment or what was his favorite moment least favorite moment or uh, you know how was he feeling or um because it's a very different thing hosting a show on your own as the person that's not only front and center but is you you know he's not a character it's that is that is Eugene much as you know there is the reluctant traveler title he's not playing the reluctant traveler he he is everything that you see on screen so um uh he I I think after the first couple of shoots um and and as much as that was down to 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 me as anyone else we back we really sort of you know found our groove and 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 I was able to explain to him why, you know, I would be asking him hundreds of questions a day. Uh, uh, and 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 actually, what's really nice is that uh, I think quite a lot of that place comes to the fact that he's a very, very humble uh, guy and sort of can't really see why anyone would be interested in anything that he's talking about to do with himself personally. And, and you know, we had loads of conversations that, that, um, uh, uh, that you know, where, where I explained, I suppose, that that's exactly the reason why they're really fascinating because not many people have heard those 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 insights before. Um, and he was incredibly gracious and um, uh, and sort of and, and brave to sort of open open up, you know, on camera and front and front the entire thing himself, and um, and just incredibly generous as well. Um, uh, I, I I genuinely cannot speak highly enough of the man. <laughs> And because you were mentioning at the beginning that actually a lot of the ideas for for certain things in the show really came off that first phone call because he was almost giving you a bucket list of, you know, these are the foods I haven't tried because I'm not interested in. These are the things I haven't tried because I haven't been interested in them. Um, you know, what what's really endearing in watching the show as well is as you go episode by episode, it, you can kind of see his comfort zone opening up more and more as the series progresses. And so as you were filming with him, how did you kind of, see that space of him opening up and and also kind of seeing the way in which you could push him a little bit further outside of his comfort zone as you filmed with him more because of that yeah we um that's 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 definitely right and i think as we got more comfortable he was able to get more comfortable and also uh we uh, you know were more confident in a in in a, in a couple of moments we sort of play we sort of decided that we had a couple of joker cards really to play across the entire series and that we needed to play them very sparingly and very wisely um and one of those happened uh when we were darting the elephant in south africa and the he agreed to help out as a, as a sort of veterinary aid if you like and he'd taken some samples and uh, the, the bit that's not in the cut actually is he takes a blood sample which for him was like you know as far as he thought he would ever ever go uh, and then the vet gets out a 
you know, a glove as long as your arm and says that she now needs a fecal sample um, taking and would he help out? Uh, and um, Eugene had no idea that that, that, that was coming. Um, uh, and there's a moment in the, in the episode where it's in the episode where he looks to camera and he says, oh, I don't think so. Uh, and there was a moment where, you know, I was able to say, oh, Eugene, I think you can, uh, which isn't which isn't in the episode. But he, but then he got it. You know, he he was like, okay, this is you know, and that is as far as he'd come. You know, the idea that he would be up to his elbow, uh, you know, up an elephant uh, taking a stool sample that, that no one could have imagined that uh, after the first Zoom call. So it showed how far we went. But it also showed the trust that we had and the faith that he had in the team, which was fantastic. And also, um, uh, you know, I think that understanding that the show became. Uh, a bit of a cipher for the idea of just giving things a go you know and I hope people at home feel that like I said whether or not they are actually going to do the things or not I hope in some way people think maybe I should just broaden my horizons a bit maybe I should just say maybe and or even yes to the thing that you know uh, that that previously has sort of you know has scared me there's also an incredible amount of logistical elements that clearly went into making a show like this. You know, filming in South Africa requires such different things from you and your crew and even just the handling of the equipment than filming in Finland where you've got wildly different sub-zero temperatures. Um, and so what were some of the, the most challenging aspects that came into the logistical preparation and execution of a show like this? Yeah, I mean, our secret weapon in this was our line producer, Lily Fitzpatrick, who just ran the the the, the production team uh, uh, in a way that I've not got seen before. And um, it was a huge challenge to get across the globe to eight different countries to recce each location. We also tech recce each location um, uh, and 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 then to roll back to back on a couple of episodes at a time. So we were going from one place straight to the next place was just logistically incredibly, incredibly complicated. But within each of those shoots, as you were saying, and quite often specifically linked to the weather or the terrain, um, it was, it was we felt it was almost sort of like shooting eight series rather than one series in eight places because each location get posed such different challenges. You know, whether or not, uh, for instance, when we're in Safari in South Africa, obviously natural history photography, you know, that, that takes months and years sometimes and every single shot in that show is ours is shot by the you know either the main unit or the second unit um across uh seven days basically and you know whether or not that's the difficulty of rigging up the you know, the safari jeep or waiting for the, the right moment to, to sort of find the lines etc um that was that's all incredibly complex and, and nuanced and same with the other extreme, which was the cold, you, um, there are some fantastic photos of the entire crew shooting the opening sequence to Finland, uh, who are, are like without joke, up to and above their waist in snow, sort of right over the other side of, a, of the shot, um, trying to get that moment where Eugene's just standing there, pristine in the middle of in the middle of the forest, and that stuff um, is a is a is is a real military operation, you know, as, as anyone knows who who, who makes television and. Um, and and the skill and the difficulty is having all that happen and have all that circused and yet still try and make it feel as, as intimate a process for Eugene as possible um, so that you get the most authentic reaction um, from, you know, from your host to those moments. Because um, some of the best stuff, you know, comes when it's just yourself and a camera and you're just you're just talking. Um, but equally, you, you, you can't ignore the fact that there is there are big moments in the show. And so what you're striving to do constantly is just to find authentic reaction within them, if that makes sense. 
It, it does. And, and it's such a great series. And I love the fact that when he first turned you down for making the show that you didn't kind of walk away, but you came up with this wonderful concept, which really leans into him because it has so much authenticity to it. So thank you so much, David. I really appreciate you talking about it. Pleasure. Thanks so much for having me.